Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, it's uh, Wednesday. Here we comes bring in our guy, Alex Cora. <laughs> don't call him. Alex, he don't call me Skip. Alex Cora is brought to you by Arbella Insurance. He's I would like that nickname. Massachusetts. Oh, Massachusetts taking down uh, New Hampshire to go to the finals. You were pointing that out. You like that? Yeah, that's good. Little League World Series? We saw uh, there's a player there, uh, the third baseman. You got your eye on him? 90, number 99. <laughs> I scout number one. Scout, yeah, what favorite, are you doing? Favorite player, Alex Verdugo. I'm like, wow. Uh, oh, for Massachusetts? Aww. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Why do you give that face when he says the favorite player is Alex Verdugo? Why do you look at him like, what's we're wrong with you? We're just making fun of him <laughs> in the clubhouse just now. <laughs> just now. Wait, do you uh, have, like, I know you hate that. paid that kid, maybe. Paid that kid off to say it. Wh- which one? You were. You said. Didn't you just say a kid up there? So that his favorite player was Alex. Verdugo? Yeah, number ninety nine. Verdugo maybe paid him off a little bit. Uh, Family well, friend. Probably gave him some necklaces or. <laughs> so <laughs> Alex, oh, you, know, you, you hate Skip. Like, do you, do you have a nickname? Did you did you AC? have one? No. AC. That's AC, it. That's like just it, your yeah. initials. Yeah. AC, I don't right. know if that can quantify as a nickname. Well, why not? Well, actually, you, should that be the actually, case? Should Alex, we allow that? Alex is hopefully. I mean. No, I'm not. <laughs> Where are you going? My real name is Jose Alexander. Oh, okay. Oh, there you go. All right, so Jose Cora's here with us right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, I let, hey, take me to Saturday night. I know you guys playing Kansas City. Is it before the game when you get the phone call? Is it after the game? In the middle of the game, we get the phone mm-hmm. call that Chris Sale has broken his wrist. It was actually... Um, and what was your reaction? <laughs> before, <laughs> like, poor kid. That's what I said. Uh, so I talked to Brad Pierce. Uh, Brad... Um, right after Chris played catch with them, they went to BC. They were working out there, and I, I spoke to him, and he, he sounded very excited. You know, like you know, like this might happen for us. You know, like you look good. Like no pain, uh, probably no changeup when he came. You know, like fastball slider, but he he looked great just playing catch. You know, and this is Brad, who's been in the game forever, and he's like, this might happen for us. And then. Um, I got a text from Heim, and he's like, uh, "Call me." And <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh, like, that's God. always bad. And I call him. That's always. And I call him. <laughs> call me. With no well, information. Like call mid, me. Midday. So Mark Gridman was there with us talking about. Um, no, this is before the game. Yeah. We're talking about uh, transactions, you know. But then Heim is like, "Have you talked to group?" I'm like, "Yeah." You know, like we're set with the roster. He's like, "No, no, no." Call me. And I call him. He's like, uh, "I got bad news." And I was like. What happened now? Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking about me. I'm like, well, yeah. like, come on, something yeah. happened here. Did you you know? fired me? No, 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 no. no. Oh, okay, more. Yeah, know, it, I yeah. was like, I went back to like <clears throat> 2020. You know, like, yeah. oh, what happened here? Yeah, like, something came out or something is acute. 
But whatever. And he tells me he tells me that, and I was like, oh no way, you know, you know like it's it's unreal, unreal. You know, I was I was in shock. So okay, so we had like obviously the fractured pinky. We saw that against the Yankees and uh, the Tommy John. But there's been a series of just some of the flukiest, most random things, right? I know this year he took a couple weeks off in the middle of his rehab. It's personal. It is what it is. In the offseason, fractures his rib, throwing a baseball, and then this with his wrist. You know how this city goes. Do you understand like the speculation of some people saying, is it random or there are those really the reasons that he got did he really fall off his bike? Did he punch a wall? Did he really break a rib th- playing on a baseball? Did he do it something doing something else stupid? <laughs> no, 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 no. hundred percent. I can I can I can tell you that what what we're saying is, is the So it's just awful the luck truth. then. It's just yeah. I mean, uh you hate to play with faith and all that stuff, you know, but I, when I told one of the players, he's like, Alex, you know, and, and the man, the guy, the guy literally goes, God, forgive me for this one. Either he gets very close to the men upstairs or we send him to Haiti, Haiti or something like that to a witch doctor or something, you know, and <laughs> like, yeah. like, you know, it, it's, it's just one of those that, and for me personally, the way he is and how bad he wanted it, you know, like he really wanted to be part of this, uh, just in, in spring training, how down he was when he told us what happened, and then the the the, the New York thing was, you know, that was. I mean, for me, I was like, man, you know, like you see him pitching, and okay, you envision what he can do, and 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 that happened, and this one, although he wasn't, he wasn't sure that he wasn't gonna he was gonna come back, but you know, that phone call in the morning and that text and phone call in the afternoon, it was like. Night and day, so uh, it, it's it's bad for him, you know. And uh, he's in a good place mentally, which is very important. And um, he's ready to attack the offseason the right way and be ready for next year. So I want to get your comment on an article that Alex Spear wrote uh, a couple of days ago. When uh, you know, just paraphrasing here, when he talked to some people in the clubhouse and, and also front office folks about how that when it as regard to the you know trade deadline and all the moves that were made, the one word that everyone was using was confusion. And how nobody really knew what the plan was. Are you comfortable with what the plan is? And do you know what the plan is? <laughs> do you know what the plan is and are you comfortable with it? <laughs> That's a two-part question. I, I know what the plan is. And uh, we've been consistent talking about getting better for this year or the present. And obviously getting better for the future. And uh, I know people think about Christian Vasquez, two prospects, Tommy Fan, Eric Hosmer, <clears throat> uh, Jake Diegman for, for Reese. Um, if you if you look at the team now, <clears throat> offensive. You're dying. Over water, there. water. It's all right. I'd share mine with you, but you see, I learned the mute the mute button when yeah. I when I media. worked at ESPN. It's yeah, true media. Guy. Um, if you look at the the offense, although you know we haven't scored as many runs as, as as we wish, I think the the lineup is better in a sense that there's a different approach with Haas and uh, with uh, Tommy. You know, it's just control the strike zone, more pitches, similar to Kyle last year in a sense. Mm-hmm. But I think Tommy in the leadoff spot is going to do that. And Haas, you saw it right away, 0-2 count, nine-pitch walk. Uh, defensively, Hosmer is going to bring, you know, a true first baseman. And, uh, you know, we, we talk about it during, during the season, and we have Frenchie playing there a lot more than, than Bobby. Bobby has struggled defensively for a year and a half, and having Haas at first – is going to help, and we need a catcher, so we got Reese. You know, it's one of those that I know from afar, everybody's like, oh, Christian was here, the heart of the team, all that, he's been here, but, you know, sometimes you got to make tough decisions. Uh, like, I've been telling everybody, you know, 
Jorge Lopez and Mancini got traded from the Orioles, and they're still winning ball games. They're still playing hard. Yeah. They're still scoring runs, and they're half game from the wild card. So, hey, is it, you know, is it uh, how you feel in the clubhouse, or how you play on the field? And you know, the Orioles are doing the total opposite of what we did in Kansas City. You know, they're playing good baseball. They're winning games. We didn't win games in Kansas City. So, so how concerning though is it just as a manager running the team? I'm not sure if you try to control the narrative, but when other people inside the you know the facility call it Fenway Park or whatever, either clubhouse or you know front office, are I feel like they're openly questioning the moves and making it public, not attaching their name to it, almost undermining what you guys are trying to achieve. I mean, nothing against Alex, but that's how he works, right? Um, I, I I I respect Alex. I, I get it. He has a job to do to inform and to to take the pulse of the clubhouse or Fenway, whatever, but I like articles with names. I like that. You know, when, when somebody says that they're disappointed or they're confused, I like names right behind that, you know, and like I said, Alex is a great reporter. He's done an amazing job throughout the years, but articles like that, for me, it doesn't do much, you know, like, hey, yeah, people, it might be Angel from, from Gate D, that, you know, he's in Fenway. He doesn't <laughs> True. Agree, he doesn't One of my sources. It. He's in between here. He's yeah. in Fenway. So but, that's, but, that's the way I see it. But, okay, but I guess, and I'll end with this, is that but there is a unified belief in the plan moving forward, and everybody is on board. I mean, everybody's on board. Okay. You know, we're trying to win this year. Uh, we haven't played. I mean, Kansas City was tough. Uh, you know, that, that first game, tie game in the seventh, we, we didn't win that game. Of course, we had a tough one with Darwin's in there. Then the walk-off against Witt on Saturday, that, that was tough too. And then on Sunday, they just, you know, uh, hit the ball mm. out of the ballpark. Going back to Eric Hosmer, you were talking about him before uh, Christian started bullying you over here to my right. <laughs> nah. uh, he it, would never let me bully <laughs> yeah. him. Are you kidding no me? Chance. Uh, around. Hosmer obviously has the knee contusion. Is he out tonight? Do you expect him to be back tonight or tomorrow? What's the deal with him there? Out tonight, uh, probably he'll be back tomorrow. Um, I just saw him in the training room. A lot of progress. Uh, he thought it was going to be worse. So he's moving better, but not, not ready uh, to play tonight. So you mentioned the Orioles <laughs> playing good baseball, and we know how it works. They're young guys, and they're still playing for their careers, and you trade away a guy they don't, maybe don't know any better because they're so young. You do have some veterans here who know better. And, you know, like when they look at some of the moves, maybe they're disappointed. A couple years in a row now, I feel like right after the deadline, maybe there's some disappointment. How, how do you as a manager – Get that point across. We still have 55 to games games to go, even if you're not happy, because it looks like two years in a row, like that week afterwards, and hopefully it doesn't go two weeks, where the play is sort of maybe lost focus or not winning baseball. Um, we beat Houston two out of three, right? Before so the deadline. Play, no, it was during the day the, of. The day of, right? But the so next morning you woke up and said, that's it? <laughs> no, we, we went two out of three. <laughs> and then we went to Kansas City and we didn't play well. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we, have, we have meetings. We talk about it. You're dying right now. Get some water. <laughs> See, it's, it's, water. The, it's the questioning that's getting to him. Finally. <laughs> no, he's like, like Bill. You got me. You got me right now. now. He now he's Bill. He's you got me finally. <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh, you talk to the players, and uh, they understand. And, and at the end of the day, our job is to show up every day and try to win every game, every game you play. Regardless of the results that night, you show up the next day, you prepare, and you go. And lack of preparation, no. Uh I do feel in Kansas City, when the long innings happens, we it's not that we quit, but it was 90, 98 and long innings, and we were a little bit down. Yesterday was great. I, I think the effort level was amazing. The stadium 
although a lot of fans from the Braves, but they travel, you yeah. know, they're the world champs. But the atmosphere was really good, and I think the effort was great. So put another good game tonight, win it, and then, you know, we got Baltimore tomorrow. Mm -hmm. One game one game series. Big big game. Yeah. I got a squirrel moment real quick. By any chance, uh, you see everything. Did you ever see the, the guy, it was it Castro or something like that, from the Pirates that slid into third and his cell phone fell out of his pocket? <laughs> Technology. It's, it's, it should be, a, should be <laughs> you, like punishment. Technology. Right? I don't know. allowed to have phones, period. So you heard this story, Your brother's right? not the third anymore. Huh? Your brother's not third there. Oh, man, we're with the Mets. Yeah, huh? okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we are. We're with the Mets. <laughs> <laughs> the third base coach looked, looked so upset that he's about to hand me this phone right now. What would you do if, if your player's but playing you, with his phone? But you, you heard what happened the story, right? No. No. It, was it in the first inning? I'm not sure. So, so I, re I hope it's in the first inning. If not, he's not telling the truth. He said that he had his cell phone, you know, before the game. He was walking around, boom, boom, boom. Then he went out to stretch, and he forgot that he had the, f the phone on. He grabbed his pad, his uh, sliding pad, and he put it in the pocket. Yeah. Fourth inning. Fourth inning? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so he, so, what are you doing? So he, so he played. You see? Like, that one, I don't get. Yeah. He said that. He said that. Uh, before the game, he had the phone, and all, so he played four innings with the phone. Yeah, <laughs> he's right though. The, the the third base coach was like, I, "It's like two, I don't want to touch that thing." The guy's handing him his phone. He's like, "I can't believe you're doing this." Right <laughs> so, so my brother, when uh, when he's coaching third, he 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 does this thing like you know, the guy gets to third and he sees the baseball and he points at it all the time. You know, like you're the runner, he's like, "Look at it, look at it, yeah. look at it." <laughs> I imagine Joey when <laughs> if he was coaching. the if he was coaching the Pirates and he sees the phone right there, he might point at it and step on it right there. <laughs> I mean, like, that's, tough. That, that, that's a tough one no. right there, right? Yeah, that, you, yeah I don't might get fine. I don't think you can do that. You should do that. Let me ask you about Jerry Durant. He had a tough day out in Kansas City. Um, and at twilight, it happens. Son, it happens. It's just that it, it happened to him. Like, if it happened to Jackie, we'd be like, okay, whatever. But it's really more of just a young kid struggling because I'm saying it's hard for, like, regular fans to just watch a game and actually see an outfielder struggle with routes. You know, you see the replays. You're like, why is he going in and then back? Why is he going over and then in? Like, how, how do you work at that? I'm not used to seeing somebody work at that at this level. It's usually so, on lower level. It's not about defending guys or whatever, but uh, you know who had the f best first step last year? You know, first step Kike. in the outfield, yeah. Who had the worst routes? Kike. Yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Really, yeah. And he had so made, what what made, made him catch. so good? What, what, he just he gets going. He just gets going. As an infielder, you know, I think his pre-pitch is is similar to us. You know, like it was right on point, mm -hmm. on contact mm -hmm. or right before contact, right? In the outfield, some of them they delay their 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 first step so they can see it and go. So Kike is just he does it the same way in the outfield, and sometimes he just goes and you know with the first step gets him going, and then he can like reroute it. Then he can he can adjust, and that's what we're trying to do with with Jaron, like. At one point this season, his first step was probably one of the worst in the big leagues, and now he's actually rating up there with Kike and Jackie. Is because we told him, you know what, just do it like you're stealing bases. You know, you, yeah. just get moving, just get moving. Yeah. Now he has to work on stuff. <clears throat> we know that. We know that. But uh, he's gotten better. Obviously, on Sunday it was so tough because you know the one in the wall right at the end, he lost it. Then that happened, and then it, it just happened that every ball was going to center field. The diving play, and that one, I'm glad that he made that catch. It was a knuckler. You know, he squared off, and the ball was knuckling, and he made a great play. But uh, He might have jumped the wall and went on with the fans if he missed that. <laughs> oh, man. It, it's just it, I, when they kept hitting it, I was like, 
you know, I, I hope he doesn't get in the zone and I hope he makes a play. We had a conversation. I thought he was really good with the media that night, you know, uh, accountable. I'm going to keep working, keep working hard. He had a good game yesterday. Yeah. Doing the bat better. Uh, one of the things that we don't talk about often, and that's probably on me, you know, lineup construction. The other day I was thinking, I was like, you know what, this kid, he comes from AAA with all the hype, you know, the speed and all that stuff. He's still a rookie. And you tell me how many rookies are leading off at the big league level. So you move him to nine. So, you know what, you're going you're gonna to hit ninth, relax, hit the, ball on, hit the ball on the ground, do your thing. And uh, so far, I think at bats-wise, the last four, four, three or four days have been better. All right. That's All right, though. Alex, appreciate it. Thanks for swinging by. Good seeing you. Good luck tonight. You know, I'm going to be like a few sections over. I'm not sitting you? down. Yeah, tight. Not like Ortiz. I'm not going to talk your ear off. I'll be a few sections <laughs> away from you tonight. Here, look at you my phone. You got my phone. tickets. Huh? My tickets? No, no, no. no, no. Phone. Close. <laughs> couple over. couple yeah. over from you, but I'll be throwing popcorn at you all day. <laughs> All right, listen, good luck Thank tonight, you. Man. Thanks appreciate it. Thank by. you. All right, there you go. Alex Cora joining us here on a Wednesday. And if I can pull this up, I know he's brought to you by Shaw's, the official supermarket of the Red Sox WEEI Network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.